So there was literally a fight in the school parking lot over a hacky sack. Oh, oh my gosh, no. No. Maceo, I did see this. Yes. I totally yes. saw this. You, yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, yeah, you. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh -huh, it's real. Uh -huh. It's people coming like back hacky now. Sacks. People were fighting I, over hacky sacks. The last day of school when I was leaving, I saw people playing with hacky sacks in the parking lot. Last day. Yes. Okay. I literally watched this dude get like a like insane concussion fighting over a hacky sack <laughs> in the parking lot. It's not hard to hand make one of those. Like my little sister made one. She like crocheted. You could probably a hacky crochet sack. it. Yeah, yeah I my sister crochet. crocheted a hacky, a hacky sack. sack. And so I was thinking, is what we do is I have my sister make like two, three <laughs> hacky sacks, right? And so the, here's my proof, right? Like You're I like, document this hey, process sis, of her making these. Bucks. You lock your and sister then, in the garage and force her to make hacky no, 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 sacks no, no. and no, you no, no, sell no, no. them. And then you lie about how much money you make and you give her like $5. No, 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 no. Dude, no, I love no. it. I'm going to say the last couple of episodes, I haven't been doing anything. I've just been getting into it and I feel like it's not, I don't know if it's been working or not energy wise. I don't know. You gotta like throw something. I don't want to break it. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, I really got their attention. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the little joke. <laughs> welcome back to Back of the Envelope, everyone. Um, Long-awaited episode. I've been talking about like this at months. the end of every episode. Like, well, maybe get a guest on. Maybe, I don't know. We finally made it happen. Everyone, this is Emma Schmock. She started an Etsy store that actually... Iman gave me a number. I don't know exactly how much it was, but twelve thousand. Twelve thousand dollars. And is that revenue or profit? That's revenue. Okay. Okay. That's revenue. So scale an Etsy store to twelve thousand dollars in profit. And I believe this was before the whole like Etsy turning into every dropshipper's new marketplace, right? This was like really? back this in, was... like, in like early Etsy stages. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know what you consider. Early, or not early, but, but like before all the, <laughs> I don't think I was the new alive when... <laughs> the TikTok vacation of Etsy stuff. Um, yeah, but yeah, scale an Etsy score store to twelve thousand dollars today. We're gonna figure out how to do it. Obviously, this is this is if you want to do a real Etsy store. All right, I'm talking like actual handmade stuff. Correct. Yeah. So Etsy now... actually doesn't allow like not handmade. It's against their policy. The thing is, <laughs> so that's what Maceo said too when I was talking about this before the episode. But if you go on TikTok now, people are finding ways to like trick it. And oh, yeah? it is overrun with with dropshippers now. I think they're trying to crack oh, down. Oh, man. But the unfortunate state of Etsy right now, from what I can tell, is that it's a lot of dropshipped products and stuff. So... um. That's not what this episode is. This is not a how to drop ship your stuff on on what is supposed to be a handmade goods marketplace. Um, this is the real deal. Um, so we'll jump right into it. Um, first question, I think, is, is, is the natural one going into this. Why did you start an Etsy store? What, what, like, did you have something that you'd been making and you're like, okay, I could sell this? Did it go from selling in person to migrating to Etsy? What was the, the path? Yeah, so starting off, we're going to go back to 2020. I was 14. It was before my birthday, so around April. And, you know, COVID is in the middle of it, and I'm just bored out of my mind. I'm broke as hell, but, I mean, who who isn't when they're 14? <laughs> but I was always 
I've always been a really creative person and I like to get really fixated on something and just do it for hours and hours and hours. And I was good at doing it with my friends, you know, it's kind of a girly thing to just paint each other's nails or whatnot. But I got pretty good at it and I started to like just like buy random supplies on Amazon and people like family members and friends kept telling me you should really you should really do something out of this and sell it and so that's where the Etsy came in I looked into the other sort of shopping styles like Shopify or whatnot but I really liked Etsy because of how like personal it is and how when you go to small businesses it's always such such good customer service and that's why you go for the personification and I really wanted to be able to offer that to people so that's why I started I also just love how something's so tiny as like having nails that don't like you don't spend $80 or something like it's, it's affordable especially during COVID when people couldn't go out if that was something that they'd like to do and it just made people feel a little bit more better about themselves and a little more confident and I like how I could give that to them follow-up question go for you, it you said that you talked you said this briefly you considered other online marketplaces shop things to use does Etsy like take a cut I, I, I don't know I, I've never used it so yeah yeah so I honestly haven't fully 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 figured it out just because I feel like it's constantly changing but uh-huh. if I go let me just go back to an old transaction so I can give you accurate information. I'd hope it isn't anything like ridiculous. It, it's not. The only thing that happened is they they did change it and make it a little bit more expensive in the last year, but hmm. nothing super major. It really only impacted you like as a business if your products were like high quantity but low cost so if it was like five dollars or under then it was like you're fucked but (laughs) um so first of all whenever you list an item it's 20 cents and that is recharged every four months you can put that on manual or automatic it depends how i mean if you have thousands of products you're probably going to do automatic or for your best sellers you could just do manual and then there their light going is so slow right now. And I wonder, like, because other things like Shopify, <laughs> you just play like flat fee. I don't know if there's any, if they take a cut on top of like paying $30 a month for a store, but is Etsy, you don't, it, there's no setup cost for a store. It's just free, but they just take a cut for each product you sell. Right, right. So then there's the shipping transaction, obviously which I it's like around a dollar and then the labels which you can print directly through Etsy and that's what I've always done I just Mm -hmm. print it out on my printer and then cut it out and use like tape to put it on that's always worked um with your question they just had Etsy is a free platform to sell on until you hit I believe it's 50 products five zero Mm -hmm. and then that's when you have to start paying extra like cash (laughs) <laughs> she's gonna keep doing that i'm here for it <laughs> that's chloe you know she's in the podcast too <laughs> all right um i'll let go all right 
Um, wait, so wait, one one question really quick. What are you selling? Did, did you say press on already? nails? Press, press on, on nails. nails. Yeah. Okay. So, do you want me to like go through the process of it? Because I wouldn't expect you guys to know what that is. Uh, it's like sure. a, they're like it's a, it's fake like nails nail. that you, you put on. You just like press it on your over your real nail, like, right? Yeah, yeah, you do. So a lot of people don't know. Like I tell them I sell press on nails, and they're like, "What the heck is that?" I'm like, "Oh, that that's why I asked." Yeah, yeah. What's but the yeah. product cost okay. on that? How much were you selling these for? Just for like. Yeah. So actually, oh, this is so cool. My cost, I have. I got cheap at one point because I was getting so many orders. I'm like, okay, okay. How can I make the most profit for myself while still giving the quality? I cannot tell you. I've spent hours, hours on Amazon just scrolling so far down to find the best price for the tiniest things because uh-huh. there is surprisingly so many products that goes into just a nail set. It's not just nail polish and your little plastic nails. So yeah. you... First of all, you go on um, Amazon, and here I sh- actually have it right here. <laughs> I have all my nail stuff like on my right. <laughs> okay, you guess these. All right. Okay. They go from eighteen millimeters to nine millimeters. I could look at anybody's fingernail and tell you how many millimeters across, both how many <laughs> nails I've made. I I like what? that. That's fourteen millimeters right there. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the and I probably so blurry, but they're clear and they're thin uh-huh. and they're they're bendy. Okay. Yeah. Then you have a base coat and then your nail polish, your design, and then the final thing. And then there's a nail file, a glue, um, a alcohol prep pad, a little bag to go with it, the tissue paper, the stamp, the box, the the note, all of that. That probably it it costs anywhere from a dollar eighty to like two twenty five max in the entire time that I've done my business because obviously it's fluctuated because I've changed products and tried different things, but I was charging at one point like $40. When I was off in traveling, I had to raise my prices so much because the orders would not stop and I could not be there to complete them. So my revenue to, I mean, sorry, my profit is very, very high in relativity to the cost, which is so awesome with this specific product. So is your like, is the shipping cost more than the cost of like that it costs you to yes make the nails themselves okay <laughs> yeah oh, the shipping cost Did- pretty consistently is like three dollars and 55 cents i don't know why it's, it's like that specifically but it's just always did you pay for it or did you did you not include that in the price the customer pay for that that's gone back and forth i've like pretty much changed it a lot whether it's free shipping or uh like i pay for it I'll just like change the product price. I actually find that it's just more beneficial for for them to pay for it. I've seen a lot of YouTube videos saying if you offer free shipping, then they're more likely to buy it. But I just personally haven't really experienced that. Okay. I think people forget so, that they have to pay for shipping. So. 
Wait, so so okay. If people, if if you're if you're even if you're doing free shipping, let's say uh-huh. it's like what five bucks then is your total shipping and product cost ish. Is that ballpark? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And you're charging forty dollars for these. Anywhere from twenty five to forty. That is crazy like said, margins. That is so good. Yeah. That is it, yeah. wow. And, and you want to take a guess at like how much time it takes me for for one. Um, if I'm a customer, all right, I'm hoping it's like <laughs> if I'm a customer, I'm hoping it's at least thirty minutes to an hour. I'd say if it, I'm a, it's forty five. Okay, okay, okay. Good. good. That's average. I, I think it could yeah, be fast. It's like twenty though. Really, twenty minutes? Yeah. Just like wow. I think the longest it's taken me to make one nail set is probably two and a half hours. Okay. That's like so for then, something incredibly complicated or just tedious. Because it's such a small canvas, you know, and you have these really, really, really fine brushes that, I mean, <laughs> it's really small. But if it takes you 45 minutes to make, you're making like $50 an hour doing this. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Is, those margins are like are like seriously impressive. Like, thank you. I, how did you get like? I mean, obviously, a lot of I'm guessing there's a lot of trial and error when it comes to like setting your prices. But was there any like market research that went into it to like set that initial price? Did you like, see what other people were selling for? Because yeah. all I know right now, like with my personal with like the media business and stuff. I feel like I'm undercharging and I should probably charge more like and people would still pay for it but I'm like oh okay mm-hmm. I'm like not an adult but I guess on Etsy mm-hmm. you're not expected to be an adult one and also you don't need to like show your face or anything like that so you can kind of like play with the play with the pros I wasn't about to go tell people that they were getting in business with a 15 year old so <laughs> you're right yeah. there um I also my texting style is, I guess you could consider more mature because, yeah. I mean, it, it is crazy. Honestly, this is kind of off the track, but when it comes to customer service, that is probably one of the biggest things that's helped me grow and really stand out uh, because, you know, you can only go so far with photography and SEO and having the right title and the right description and the right shipping and price you know that only takes you so far you have to become personable as a business within yourself but something that people loved and made my review rate like 40 percent or something um is my customer service every time i got an order i sent them a direct message i was like hey so and so thank you so much for your order how are you doing today like i want to know about your day and you as a person and sometimes i would get a fine you and other times i'd be like i'm actually having like a rough thing like thank you so much for asking like tell me about it like i actually made a really close a close friend i don't she's probably like 30 i only have her profile picture but she she and i like be like we got a connection and she's my most loyal customer she probably ordered like eight times over no the way. span of two years and this her name i'm just gonna call her Jay, um, but when I went on a break for my business, which is kind of right now because I'm busy doing other things, you know, I got a new job. Uh, she sent me a letter 
saying just like how much she she loved my business and how she noticed that my shop was on um, a break and how she was just telling me about what what was happening because during the time that she first started ordering from me she her her friend had cancer and another friend had cancer and she was in the middle of everything and I was just there to like be a listening ear for her and support and offer her like I said this little aspect of beauty that just makes her day better in any sort of way but this personification with a business a company is really what makes it stand out and keep those people coming back and reordering (laughs) wow that is actually crazy yo hey everyone can we get the podcast to a 40 percent review rate too i'm just saying i mean (laughs) That'd be great. <laughs> we gotta start shooting DMs to all our followers. <laughs> well, so you're doing like, wait, wait, I wanna I like, actually want to calculate right now. I feel like it's higher than 40. Give me, give me higher than higher 40%. than 40%. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. Press on nails and a therapist on one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Maseo. I think ours is that. Our review rate? Ten percent. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it's 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 forty four percent. Oh yeah, God. no, ours is like it's like ten. How many and half we, we, and half of those oh my my cat. We get we get like a hundred listeners per episode and we have like I don't know, six reviews on on Apple and like Yeah. What? 20 on Spotify okay. or something. I give a decent amount on Spotify. Yeah. yeah, decent amount on Spotify. But hey, everyone, go, go leave a review if you haven't, please. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. half of those re- um, reviews are about my customer service. Really. Dang. <clears throat> it, go- it goes far. So, um, like, besides your customer service, like, what are some the- other steps that you took, you think, that, like, really helped grow your business? I know it's lame and repetitive, but consistency. I was on there every day. I was posting products every day. And I want to say with this, it's not the same as it was in 2020. The nail salons were closed. People literally could not go if they wanted to. I had so many clients that were like, oh, this is my first time ordering press on nails because, you know, I can't go in. I can't go anywhere. So it's definitely, I'd say, gone down a little bit and gone cheaper. But with starting any business, whether it be press on nails or something else, whether it be Etsy, Shopify, Amazon, you can't expect an overnight success. And I think that's the problem with our generation is that they want to make a lot of money and they want to make it quickly and they don't want to put a lot of work in. That's not how the world works. Like, wake up literally get out of your bed stop scrolling on tiktok and put in some damn work because it's not going to go anywhere i was lucky that i had so much time during covid because i was staying until 12 almost every night doing orders making products working on my seo looking on youtube for seo i don't have to nobody has to in my opinion pay for these thousand dollar courses on um 100 percent guarantee that you'll get a thousand sales on etsy like that's <laughs> fucking bullshit i'm sorry it's simpler than that go there's plenty of free advice online if you just look for it it's not too good to be true it's just that 
if you're not if you don't know the knowledge you're just being lazy about it point blank that's actually a question so being, we had. being consistent yeah, that actually is a question yeah one of the questions we had was like any youtubers like how did you i, I didn't know if you were like learning this on your own just trial and error if you had no. like i mean hey if you want to get specific if you have any specific youtubers that like helped guide your seo all of your etsy strategies and stuff just off the top of your head you don't need to go look anything up but wait i had this one girl what fun okay go for it <laughs> <laughs> hold on maseo is, is our is our little seo expert because it's his name we call him seo which is seo it's like profile <laughs> picture and oh everything. yeah his profile picture all of that is literally just like seo so, like that <laughs> is that that's what it was right maseo you're you're yeah, yeah, it was, it was like taken straight off like a, a business presentation <laughs> that I found. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and then I inverted the colors what to make on? it black and blue. Yeah. There is. There's just one specific girl that I watched a lot of videos on. I was a complete consumer when it came to learning about SEO and all that good stuff. I I will say it's not as complicated as a lot of people want to make it out to be. I think that applies to many topics in life, actually. Like, life is simpler and <laughs> than what you think of it. Wait, so you're but... telling me I should refund the course on SEO that I just paid two grand for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Maseo, you were the one. Maseo, I bought it from you. You were my SEO teacher now. <laughs> <laughs> no, really? Stop if I were to stuff. break down SEO in very simple terms, it's like, Keywords that aren't too oversaturated but aren't also too undersaturated. You have to find an exact happy middle point. And there's like apps or websites that you can use for that. I remember I used one one time and I got them all like perfectly like like green light, you're good. And I don't remember it off the top of my head. But I I did like hours of research into it and that's probably why I I know I'd say quite a bit about it, but oh, what? Oh, wait, I want to mention one thing with SEO and Etsy that I found out, which from this girl who her name is Kate Hayes, by the way, that's K A T E H A Y E S, is when you go to an Etsy product, if you just scroll down, you'll see other um, like products or kind of like similar similar ideas. But under those, those are literally the tags that they use. So, for example, let me just like, wish I could share my screen. Uh, I mean, you you can. You can. You kind of leave out the the audio listeners. Okay, but. let me. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I don't need to. But okay. just go to any product.etsy and scroll down. And there are like a list of products, but they're, they're tagged. And okay. that is what you use. Also, specifically with press on nails, oftentimes people just put the tags in their title. That's just how it goes for pretty consistent among mm. all people. All businesses with that. So Oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, just looking at the best sellers, I just filtered out, you know, hey, what are what are the popular designs and what are the keywords? And then I did that for mine. Obviously I did my best to never ever copy exactly what they do because that's just bad business practices in my opinion. Plus, if if I make a product that is a copycat of another's, 
what makes mine any special if they're going to do it cheaper because my prices are higher than most people. It would like, I think it's an average of $16 for press on nails, but my experience is what raises my price. I feel like also for any business in general, you might think it's a good idea to like set your prices low and stuff. But what I find is like by setting your prices higher, you kind of like set yourself up for a more premium customer base, which are the people that Mm -hmm. you want to be selling whatever Mm -hmm. to anyway. And you can artificially make yourself a more premium product. Like, Oh, I love how you said that. I love how you said that. My dad told me pretty much the exact same thing. He's like, Emma, you can do $16 nails or you can do $40 nails. The There's audience for both. However, the people who are going to spend $16 for the people who are going to spend $40 are a completely different kind of person. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I just, I loved how the, the analogy of like luxury brand, they don't, run sales they don't have coupon codes it's like this is valuable and people desire that and they don't drop down their price gucci bag 50 percent sale like and, no. and it's like, not like the product's any better like it, i mean it can be no. but it doesn't I mean, need like, to be yes, leads better but, yes but like right. not yes, not by no. the amount more that you're charging you know yeah it's, um that's a that's a huge piece of advice for any business you want to start Set yourself as the premium product. You get to determine yeah. what you are, and you can just like just exactly. And I, I do think most people undercharge because they don't have enough confidence. They don't think that their product is good enough, or that it doesn't really relate to other products. When really, like, you gotta you gotta be your own cheerleader if you're gonna start a business because it requires dedication, uh, discipline, motivations. Not always gonna be there, so. I feel like just take how consistent. much you think you should be charging and double it is not yeah. crazy. Like that's like it's not like it's can... really not. I mean, I mean, I even saw that personally. I like I said when I was on a trip, I was making my prices so freaking high that even I wouldn't buy at that price, and people were still buying. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't know this was possible. I didn't know this was gonna happen. Um. All right. I know you just talked a lot about SEO. Any like I I don't know if that, that kind of counts as marketing. Any other marketing strategies you used? Uh, this is uh, were you TikTok marketing, social media, anything like that, sure. or was it all just natural like Etsy lead generation? I tried TikTok, that <laughs> yeah. failed. I tried Instagram, <laughs> that failed. I tried Pinterest, that also failed. However, if I were to restart. I absolutely would invest in Pinterest and I would run ad campaigns because TikTok and Pinterest are heavily intertwined more than any other social media Mm -hmm. platform. I would also hop on Facebook because it is so easy to like buy off of ads on Facebook. My parents are perfect examples of that. I can't tell you how many shirts (laughs) there are of like Facebook's really good at personalizing ads for you. So I would I would hop on that. But when I was doing it, all of my marketing was coming from Etsy. When you have a new product, how Etsy SEO works is it'll push it out first and foremost 
on a first bar. When you're looking up a product, you'll see um, a bar of four products and it's like new listing. And then you'll see under that the bestsellers, the popular releases, all that good stuff that's proven to do well. So Etsy likes to see like testing out your product kind of like in, I guess it, it also works in TikTok, though I'm not familiar with that algorithm because it's complicated. So I've heard, but it was all Etsy and they have their own SEO. They have their own marketing ways. You can run ads. Personally, I haven't found a lot of success in that, but I've heard other people who have like opposite results. How much does it, did you, so you tried it though? You tried running ads I on did Etsy? Try it. Is it just like, I did it's try like, it. it's like on Amazon where you can pay to get your product like the top or something like that, sponsored or whatever they call yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. So there's also another spot on the Etsy page where it's like, this is an Etsy ad, by the way. You can, you can spend anywhere from a dollar a day to I think it's like $999. Oh, wow. So I, I did do that for a little while. I also heard if you're going to do it, do it for at least two weeks. And if it doesn't work, then you should probably stop. Like if it's not working by yeah. that point, you can with you can have it be like certain amount of money for a certain product you don't have to do all products so if you have a bestseller and you want to run an ad campaign you could just do that bestseller and that might lead people to go to your shop but it just gives you a ton of analytics with etsy ads too which is really helpful to see like the clicks and then the profile views and then obviously the sales All right. Um, I have a question. You touched on this briefly. Um, you started this during COVID, so this that might have helped a little bit. But managing yeah. your time between the business. Oh, Maceo's Wi-Fi cut out. Uh, That's why oh. he left. I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. He just messaged me. He's like, Wi-Fi's going out. I'm about to bail. Um, but you you started this during COVID and everything, so school wasn't as much of a time consumer but how did you manage the business in school even like now i know you're kind of like shifting away from it a little bit with your job and everything but how did that time management work okay well half okay most of it was in covid i will say covid definitely lasted Mm -hmm. over a year and like i said i've been doing this for two years so it was really about eight months that I was in school while having the business. By that time, COVID had begun faltering out. Nail salons were opening up. So my business started also declining. I was still doing the same stuff. I was still researching my SEO, but it just, the market was not the same. So with my extra time, I'm I'm a pretty fast person when it comes to sport and everything. That was easy for me to manage. I also find that when you have more tasks to do in your life, your time management skills become better. And when you have yeah. nothing to do, your time management skills are absolute shit. Which is why summer is like literally yeah. the most <laughs> unproductive, even though you have the most time. I forget the name for it. It was like, it's the psychological name, but I'm not going to remember I just did it in my free time. I already had the base set down because that's the hardest part of starting a mm-hmm. business. After you have set the foundation, you've created the products, you really 
you, you got in your groove with it all, it becomes almost passive and second nature. Yeah. So it takes um, a while though. Yeah, totally. But so besides time management, like what but other they, troubles did you face? Right. I think that it started becoming more saturated and because of that, I had to get really, really good at the fine nitty gritty details being like down to the tag. You can only do so many. There's 13 that like that's the limit. So you had to pick each one with severe caution. And then the photograph, everyone was doing the same thing. So do something different than what somebody else is doing better quality, different background, different kind of style because people come to Etsy that have something personal and to have something different that they can't find anywhere else. Why would you spend $40 on something that you could have $15 on Amazon for the same product? Which is what I mentioned earlier. I don't do copy paste from other shops. That doesn't work out. I tried it. Does not work out. The ones that did well is the ones that I couldn't find in any other shops. So I, I mean, it was really helpful that my dad is a photographer because I was lucky enough to have the, the really, really nice equipment to take my photos with. But a lot of it beforehand was on my phone and I worked just as well. You don't need fancy equipment to have a successful business. You just need to know how to work with the stuff that you already got. <laughs> so doing your research to answer Ms. Leo's question more like specifically is to do your research on the SEO to really engage with um, what am I trying to say? Really learning about the platform that you're working mm -hmm. with because there's always more to learn. If you think you know everything, you only know half. And to just like always keep yourself educated on it because with social media or with um, marketing like Etsy, it's constantly changing. If you learn something new, it could be different next week for all you know. So really saying consistent would add to. All right. You kind of hit on our last question. It was literally just like any other. Okay. We can get more general, but you, you kind of hit it. Any other like advice you would give to a teenager specifically wanting to start an Etsy store or business yes. in general, anything like that? Yes. <clears throat> yes. I think that a lot of today like i don't know if have you guys seen those whole videos on tiktok or whatnot where it's like forget motivation discipline like put your head down and <laughs> grind for six months and don't have any friends uh, yeah do not it's pretty... listen to that information because you are going to do it for two days and then your friend is going to ask you to hang out at the beach and you're like i don't yeah. care <laughs> you know whatever so when you're starting a business you have to make sure that it is something that you are passionate about and that gets you a feeling of excitement. And when you're doing it, you don't care if you're making money or not. It could be a hobby, but you have to love it because if you don't, you are going to stop. Like I said, motivation does not last forever. Neither does discipline. You cannot build a business if you do not love it or I, don't, I do not believe that you can build a successful business if you do not love what you're doing. It's just not going to happen. 
So choosing something, a niche, whatever it is, there is something out there for everybody. If you think that no one is going to like your product or that there's not an audience for it, you're probably wrong. There might be a smaller audience, but that is what works best on Etsy is something very, very specific that people are looking for. You would think that it's a more broad niche that works better, but it's the opposite. Yeah. I think what you said is so true. I think all of the TikToks that you see, okay, (laughs) specifically the get rich quick schemes. All right. So I'm talking, okay, copywriting, (laughs) wholesale real estate selling or whatever it's called, (laughs) any form of like drop shipping, um, that, Uh, that ballpark of stuff. The reason no one is going to do like good with that is because it sucks. It fucking sucks. Who it wants sucks. to be, who <laughs> wants to drop ship like taco holders or something or something random like that? Who wants to go browse Zillow all yeah. day trying to do wholesale real estate for like these yeah. random houses? Who wants to do copywriting? Like all of that kind of stuff. It's going to be it's so hard to stick with boring. and successfully scale because it's boring. it's boring. It's not fun. So, I mean, yeah, Maseo and I have been doing this podcast for a year, man. The, the only reason it's gone this long is because we actually enjoy it. And it's just something yeah. that we can like do in our free time. That's why we stick with it. But yeah, I, I think that rings true for anything. If you want to be able to get through that initial stage of starting a business, you got to like it because it's going to it'll take you have to oh, there will be trials and tribulations it's going to be hard to you get through to. moments and you just have to like what you're doing so yeah i mean there yeah. were nights where i couldn't sleep because i was so excited about this like new idea i had in my head like it and i feel like there's an aspect of when you're like passionate about something it almost like does well more it's like that energy like beating into it or something maybe yeah. it's like working it more but when I stopped loving it as much and when it became more of a chore and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, crap, I like I got another order, you know, when it used to, I'd be like, holy shit, I got another order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it started declining and I was just like not excited about it. And when I did get to that point, I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to take a little break from the business. I'm not going to shut it down, but I am going to raise the prices to a very very high level so i would like almost never get an order and just kind of leave it and let it simmer for a couple months and i'll return maybe the passion will come back and what i found is that it didn't and that's okay i don't think that you need to hold on to something and try to always bring it back sometimes it's run its course and you can move on to more things because there's always something new to accomplish there's always new opportunities and figuring better things humans like new things i think exactly i feel like a lot of people think that they should like pick a career and stay in that career for their entire life like why the hell why why can't you do like five years honestly why not yeah why couldn't you i mean yeah that's i strive to be able to do that i mean like i can i can tell you personal experience like with my video stuff i've i kind of like you got burnt out, took a break, got back into it. Now I'm feeling like the burnout again with all like yeah. the video editing and stuff. I'll get the natural break when it when it comes when school starts up again, I'm sure. Um but yeah, I think it's something that you have to uh any business you need to take 
breaks from it so you can get excited yeah. about it again because you're not going to produce yeah. your best work unless you're really into it so yeah i agree, I agree. teenage I business actually... owner words of wisdom <laughs> this isn't my first business by the way this what else my... have you done this is my Let's second get the lore. oh god okay <laughs> uh Six screens nowadays are going all on TikTok and selling weed in the bathroom. When I was in sixth grade, I was selling my slime. I was oh. at recess <laughs> with oh my, my notepad. I'm like, you wanted, was that a bubblegum slime? But you wanted it blue? <laughs> you want foam beads? It's only 50 cents more. Okay, okay, okay. That's what <laughs> I was doing. And I did that all from sixth grade to like middle school. I was in the library, and on Fridays, I had slime day, where I brought my slimes so people could test them out, and then no they gave me cash. <laughs> I was making, like, I mean, like, I think in my sixth grade, because I, like, transferred to, um, I was homeschooled for half of sixth grade, because I did gymnastics mm -hmm. for six years, and then I stopped because awful injury. Anyway, I went to sixth grade for four months and i made like 350 but that's pretty darn good for like that an 11 so year old for, <laughs> right right and i was oh charging like 50 cents or a dollar so oh you that's a Volume. lot of slime <laughs> yeah i didn't know oh my god you should have seen when we had carpet my mom got fucking pissed at me because there was just like <laughs> slime all over the carpet that all is the so time. funny oh i have videos oh my god Actually, I did. I I made a social media page for my slime on Instagram, and it got to like two thousand followers, which was like what? really, really cool. <laughs> Wait, I think it's still up. I have the app, but I don't have um like any. I don't follow anyone or any of that. Middle school businesses were the best. I think my sister Honestly. had a slime thing. My thing that I did with my friend Benson, who's now at Chimp Typhoon, we started a a fidget spinner business. Right when like fidget spinners were like peak, we would just. No way! That is crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> you gotta recycle that. Those followers have to be worth something. Like turn it into uh something for whatever your next business is. If there's anything DIY related, oh my god! I'm sure, the followers the same. Bio. Listen to this bio. This is like middle school at its like peak. Tee slime is my life. Love my 1.8k. You are a special person in this world. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow! Oh my god! I have like three hundred posts, dude. This three hundred. Yeah, wow. I was invested. Dude, invested. those were the good old days. Yeah. Ah, uh, seriously. Thinking about the fidget spinner business, I think. Oh my god! That was to... totally fifth grade. I think we tried. No, we did. We tried to make a fidget spinner. We like make got, one. We, we bought, <laughs> all right. We bought ball bearings, yeah. And we got like aluminum, and we tried to. This is like we're like sixth uh, sixth grade or like no no like fifth graders. Yeah, this trying is trying to grade. weld ball oh, bearings together what? into Stop. a did fidget spinner. Of did course, it, we had the help work? of like Benson's dad. No, it didn't work. <laughs> okay, it was like. It was like it looked like a fidget spinner, but it wasn't. It wouldn't spin right because you have to get it perfectly balanced, or else it's not gonna the spin right. So that's why trying yeah. to weld by hand, it just doesn't work. But we connected the bearings into like almost a triangle, but no, it didn't. 
Oh so my we God. tried and then we just went back to buying and reselling. But um Do you remember how there was like squish like the squishy selling era too with the Yeah, that spinners? was after fidget that spinners like, and slime. That was right? like maybe a couple months. Uh, I feel like slime. It went like slime um after the fidget and squishy. It was like it was still there, but not as like mm-hmm. not as much. Dang. But it was like yeah. the kawaii. They smell like so good. Oh my god! I could. I remember like just being past them, like like sniffing my. (laughs) Yeah, I think that that one came to at least our our schools a little bit later. I think that was almost like middle of middle school. But yeah, okay. I was in those in Vine Hill and Scotts Valley during Uh fifth grade, so it might have been a little different. Yeah, all of our little microbes. But no, taking advantage (laughs) of the trending things at your school. If there are any like children listening to this podcast you gotta get on that <laughs> anytime there's Seriously. any like trend or like physical product that people want to buy just like go into alibaba it'll take like a month to get to you but then just like resell them strat um okay that okay i don't want to hold you too long it's we're like 45 it's minutes okay but Unfortunately, i'm like wide awake right now so yeah just give up on the sleep. Just give up on it. You just go Honestly, to bed like two. You know what? It's fine. I can sleep. I can make it up tomorrow. I can okay. stay up. I only have like a six hour. Make it up on the fourth of July. <laughs> you know, yeah, what? I'll make luck. it up on the fifth. I'll make it yeah, up. Yeah, make the it up fifth. on the fifth. Yeah, it's just because like I'm gonna get day, so you know? excited. I'm gonna get so excited from the AP exam scores, or I'm gonna get so so sad that I'm just gonna like want to stay in my bed all day. It'll be perfect. <laughs> exactly. It works both ways. All right, Miss Anne, I have some killer Etsy store ideas. Uh, Miss Anne, you want to go first? Go, I want to see. I want to okay, I remembered you. mine. I remembered mine. I might okay. steal them from you, so don't give me your best one. I mean, well, okay. Hey, anything that we say on this podcast, unless we say "do not steal this," is free reign for the viewers to take. That's like, like we've only used the "don't steal this" card like a couple times, right? Well, how about I like twice. rewatch this? Then technically, I am a viewer. Yeah, there you go. I guess so. <laughs> Huh. What we say is, if you if you want to steal our ideas, whenever we say the don't don't steal this, if you want to steal it, you got to compete with us. So it's like like we'll see. I uh, will see. I don't I don't think you guys have made a store with like twelve thousand. No, we yet, I've so. never made an Etsy store. Good, good I don't plan on it. Good luck. <laughs> no. It's okay. Yeah. I'll teach you if you ever do. <laughs> okay. After my idea, you're gonna want to make one. Okay. <laughs> right. So. It is Maceo. I'm gonna. I okay, have so. I have my money ready. I'm ready to invest, dude. <laughs> okay. So this is what you were just talking about, right? playing off the trends at your school okay i don't know if you noticed this but right at the end of the school year did you did you, did you notice what the trend was starting to be like what people wanted no um and it? okay wait it's like like very the key the things like, throw your keys around uh the spinner things i saw those on tiktok no but those are cool but okay um <laughs> it's oversaturated how many, more guesses do I get? how many more guesses do i get give me one a hint more. give me a hint final guess hint 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 like a tiny hint you 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 like play with it like it's a for what? It's a toy? <laughs> okay, just That's go. That's so go. helpful. <laughs> kind of. I don't... Just go. I'm like, I, I give up. Okay. Well, it was hacky sacks. Really? Did you, oh, Did you what? never see them? I guess a we little have bit. A hacky sack, we have a hacky sack club at um because it's two kids are you are you sure that was trending no i promise you no there was oh, literally God. okay no there was literally a fight in the school parking lot over a hacky sack oh oh my gosh no no Maceo, i did see this yes i totally yes. saw this they, you yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 uh-huh, it's real uh-huh. it's people coming like back hacky now sacks. people I, are fighting I, over hacky sacks the last day of school when i was leaving i saw people playing with hacky sacks in the parking lot last day. yes okay i literally watched this dude get like a like 
insane concussion fighting over a hacky sack in the parking lot. Like, <laughs> to okay, die for. Would... Our product is to die for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like four days ago, I was hanging out with some kids that go to Scotts Valley that like I met through a mutual friend and we were uh-huh. REI, right? And yeah. all of them bought hacky sacks. There were nine of us. Eight people bought hacky sacks at REI. It was insane. Really? Everyone wants a hacky sack. And a hacky sack, Why? it looks pretty handmade Why? always. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. It's because so you can, you, okay, to explain it, you uh, you juggle them with your feet. It's like, you know how you juggle yeah. a soccer ball? You do that with yeah. a hacky yeah. sack, and that's the whole, yeah. the whole thing. Right? It's, you're just kicking a hacky sack. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. you do. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not hard to hand make one of those. Like, my little sister made one. She, like, crocheted You could probably a crochet sack. it. Yeah, yeah I my sister crochet. crocheted a hacky, a hacky sack. sack. And so I was thinking is what we do is I have my sister make like two, three <laughs> hacky sacks, right? And so the, here's my proof, right? Like You're I like, document this hey, process sister, of her making these. Bucks. You lock your and sister then, in the garage and force her to make hacky no, 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 sacks no, no. and you no, 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 sell no, no. them. And then you lie about how much money you make and you give her like $5. No, 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 no. I love it. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. <laughs> no, so, child labor, child labor, right? Yeah. Okay, no, it goes, it goes deeper than this, okay? So... I get my sister, right? And I record her making these few hacky sacks. So oh. if Etsy ever asked me about like, oh, did you hand make these hacky sacks? I'm going, yeah. I even have videos of my sis- me and my sister making these. And then I call oh. up China. I outsource my creation of hacky sacks. I'm making hacky sacks for two cents a piece, a cent a piece. And I'm mass importing these to the United States. <laughs> and I'm selling these on Etsy. I'm selling these in person. I'm selling these on Genius. eBay, on Amazon. Oh my I'm God. advertising on TikTok, on Instagram. I'm going up to people. It, Mr. Hey, you got to make your sister. Your you sister has to be the face of the business. She's making exactly. every single a one of these. As far as the customer what, knows. A 10-year-old making hacky it's, sacks. <laughs> it's, it's her so business. Wholesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, that's... Oh my gosh, Monsieur, this is great. It's like the um, the, you see the TikTok I sent you. It's like the the, the me hiring Indians to outsource my work thing. <laughs> <laughs> Pay them a fifteen dollar monthly wage. It's like that, <laughs> but for hacky sacks. So um, I think I think this is strat, dude. I think it's heavily scalable, but you need to jump on it fast. This is this has a timer on it because these trends like they they expire. They have an expiration date on them, but. Hey, I mean, if anyone thinks they can get this together in like a month before the start of the school year, I'm just saying. I think this, this is a winner. Okay. I like the hacky sack idea. Maceo, I would just hand you money for this one. We don't even need to get into numbers. Um, Appreciate it. But I think, I think mine, mine has a little bit more longevity. All right. I don't know if it has okay. the, the viral potential, the profit margins of yours, but it has more longevity. All right. Here's, here's what I'm thinking. People actually do this, but... I think I think there's a way to scale this, all right? So the first time I saw okay, my idea, I'll I'll just put it out there. It's basically making funny t-shirts based on trends and just having insanely quick turnaround time. So as soon as like something happens, then you can get the t-shirt out there. The first time I saw yeah. something like this, remember when Silicon Valley Bank collapsed like a couple months back. This person made t-shirts that say like s silicon valley bank um spring intern or whatever it's like spring risk management intern or something funny like that (laughs) i wanted one of those shirts so bad i think we're still gonna make some um but then more recently there was when the the sub imploded someone made like 
Ocean Gate summer intern, um, safety inspector, safety inspector intern, or something <laughs> like that. So, and then like of course like back to like historical trends like Liam Brothers, two th- like two thousand eight uh, risk management intern or something like that. So you just anytime anything newsworthy pop like comes up, you it doesn't need to even need to be like the example I people, was doing with like people the are kind of already things. doing that. People are people doing, are doing it. that. But people because. sell out. How do you sell out? No, you need it. Like, I, I would have got this t-shirt, but no, they're sold out. They don't run it long enough. They don't keep it going. People are doing it. I think someone, I think you can do it better. All right. Because I think like one, if you want to have the fastest turnaround time, you need to, there's a little bit of an upfront investment because you can do like direct to garment, like DTG printing, but then there's going to be crazy shipping times and you know, manufacturing times to make it and to get your own sample, it would take a while. So I think you need to get like screen printing stuff and you need to get a ton of blanks. And every time you see a trend, just whip up a t-shirt, make a TikTok about it, and then actually keep up production so you can cash in on these orders. Because I mean, like at least for what I saw, they were like sold out like that. It's like, you could make a lot more money if you like just keep that up. But I don't know, that's my idea. I think people are doing it it's definitely saturated, but a lot of the people that are doing it are doing direct to garment, so they don't have the marketing of being able to like actually wear the shirt and show a physical product. It just looks like something that was like throwing up in in Photoshop, essentially. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've seen those. I don't know. I, I always want to buy them. I've seen those too. Right. I've seen. I've I seen wanted like to buy them ones, multiple times. But also good ones. I think when you when you show an actual product that's like screen printed then that takes a lot of the worry out of it because it feels like you're doing business with a real person and you can see that the product is actually like quality and not just going to be like crap printing. So yeah, I think you have to do it. You have to do the printing yourself. You have to buy the screen printing stuff, but I don't think screen printing stuff is insanely expensive to buy like a basic kit and blanks are cheap as heck. So I don't know. I think, I think there's a market. If, if, if someone wants to, there definitely is. Market, I think, it's a little hey, saturated, but it is. I our friend Evan already has. He he was like gonna start a clothing brand. He never did. He has like a ton of screen printing stuff just like sitting at his house. This one is for Evan. Evan needs to <laughs> needs to try to do this. I, or if not, I mean, hey, we're gonna make Silicon Valley bank shirts. Equipment. If anyone if anyone listening to this pod wants a an SVP spring it risk management intern shirt let us know we'll send you one but uh i just noticed yeah. like all of us are matching with our shirts we're all wearing we white are shirt. all wearing white shirts it looks like it's planned. not planned <laughs> not planned um so yeah that's my idea um i think it it could be could, could work you do have competition though, definitely so could you'd have to stand out definitely could. this almost doesn't even need to be etsy etsy would be easy but you could do, make any Econ- use any e-commerce I think Shopify website. would be better than Etsy. Shopify that. would be better, I think. I think so. You can use. like tie in Shopify with Etsy and just like make it passive income with you know this is what I want the T-shirt mm-hmm. and you know you select the size and the kind of shirt and then it's just passive from that point. Shopify yeah. does everything. They make it. They they send it. Like see, that's the thing. I think mean, that is, would be but, that would be yeah. easy, but then you don't have it's a so saturated. So. I think well, how you set yourself it apart just, is it just with sends, like the physical product. It just sends directly to them. Yeah. Do you mean yeah. like making it at your house? I mean, you make it at your house because 
when oh. you when someone is doing no, no no i get what you mean i think the direct okay. to garment the direct to consumer printing of all those shirts that is extremely saturated you're not going to sell anything i think <laughs> if you actually are making the product yourself okay and you show in a tiktok video you making them and you show like the quality oh, printing okay you yeah. sell exponentially more and people will just want to buy from you more absolutely like you said it's more it's more personable yeah exactly well, with your, mar- with your really strategies like and everything you can use all of your <laughs> Etsy strategies that you talked about to scale it so there you go um all right Emma. i don't know if you have any etsy store ideas that have been in the back of your mind that you want to give for free oh but... <laughs> man you should have told me before we went no, on the I podcast that I thought... you don't know every time we have a You're guest pr- on oh. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know actually i don't know if Iman shared an idea or not but um uh, I, I think uh, yeah he did he did on. i don't remember that episode no, he did. I remember it. I mean, I don't have, I don't have any right now. All good. Next time you come feel, on the podcast, lame. you can come I with like lame. five of them and just okay. Oh, no pressure. <laughs> no. no pressure. Um, My million dollar ideas. Million dollar Etsy store idea. No. Um, all right. That I, I think we're good. We're good. This is a long episode. I we better let you go and get some limited amount of sleep, but. Thank you, you for coming on the podcast. Probably. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you can still get like, <laughs> no, nah, six hours is like maybe pushing. Hey, Emma, whenever you sleep, That's you know right. you have to sleep in in ninety minute increments, right? I've heard about like with like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it works. It works. But but don't do it. Um, if you're going to take a nap, don't do it longer than thirty minutes. If you are yeah. like, you got to make it ninety. Napping, yeah, napping. You do ninety or you do ten to twenty. Like, yeah, yeah. Because uh, 90 is called? one cycle, but... Are there five? Huh? Five. Are there... How many sleep cycles are there, like, to complete an entire oh, stages? run? Stages? Stages. I think there's, it's, like, there's there's, three, I think they're, right? like... There's Isn't REM. There's three. There's... Yeah. The whole eight uh, hours of sleep thing is a total myth. It really should be seven and a half. It's seven and a half. That's what I, I always do, seven and a half. I'm, like, eight? You're gonna, like... That's an extra thirty minutes. You're gonna start the cycle again. No, nope, you're gonna be tired. Uh, five That's what stages. I. Seven and a half seems the best. I mean, seven and a half. Yeah. Um, five. And was one it five? and two and three REM. That's four. What the heck? <laughs> okay, maybe it's four. There's I don't know, but um, yeah, that's the sleep hack of the day. Um, ninety minute increments, people. That's all the whole school year. I would stay up. I so it'd be like you know midnight and then i would be awake a minute past minute i'm like oh no looks like i have to go to bed oh. at 1 30 now <laughs> yeah i know stay I up a little bit past one thirty. like <laughs> yeah oh no i guess i need to go to bed at three now that was my excuse for like staying up later the whole time oh, but i mean man. hey i guess it's a work that a push gotcha staying up till schedule. three what it got messed up but did you yeah, feel dude. worse maseo it got, i I mean, I think so, because I was getting, like, four and a half hours of sleep every night. Okay. <laughs> well, you got to like, get, to see the full benefits, like, get your I think now I've got it down. Now that I can okay. comfortably sleep, like, nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> Not, I feel like I need to do more experimenting, because it's, it's like, roughly 90 minutes for everyone, but it varies a little bit. No, yeah, so, I, I think by, like, for sure. if you can find out exactly what time you fall asleep, and then when you naturally wake up and just divide that and try to find like what was close to to 90 then i think um, how long does it take you guys to fall asleep it depends it's either like really if i'm like really tired like ballpark five minutes 
But usually, well, like if I if I'm like if I lay down in bed and I try to sleep, it's at least an hour. Often, like yeah, two hours. Because I just why like, is that? I need like well, I <laughs> I'm just thinking. Like I need to. I, if I wish I had a switch, I could just like shut off the brain real quick. Mm-hmm. But um, that'd be nice. New business idea: find a way to turn off your brain. Your brain <laughs> switch. A brain it's switch. Called drugs, Dude, Sam. Yeah, it called is called drugs. drugs. It is called drugs. Um, <laughs> yeah. So no, uh, no, I if you could make a way where you could like have a little like. Thing that just injects something into your brain, you know switch. if you actually if you hit right here really hard it's actually like a switch you just you really? shut right off yeah yeah, yeah. show us show us hey, you'll need to try Mr. right Devin now Shay. actually De- Mr. all right i got you no no that's how, that's how you end the podcast and say like this Maceo goes to bed um, all right that, that's it for this episode everyone mark your calendars Maceo and i will be back next week probably wait you're going to arizona again oh no 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 we'll Don't get, get it. another we'll get it we'll get it we'll get it. We'll get it. we'll get it we'll get it we'll get it it'll be, it'll be a little little office tour part two just same thing again <laughs> it's there's <laughs> equipment now it looks cooler like the ceiling crane uh it's like half completed there's robots in there now like really? full robots like big arms and stuff yeah it looks cool dang okay Mark so maybe, the, maybe the, we'll have to be a little office tour give a little sneak um, peek a little sneak peek all right everyone we'll see you next week and uh yeah emma if you want to plug anything i don't know if you're still doing your etsy shop if, if anyone wants to buy press on nails i don't know if you're still filling orders but i am i am plug it do you want, like the, where, the name of it yeah the name plug yeah we're getting oh it's, it's wow. coastal nails coastal, coastal nails <laughs> if you yeah. ever need to buy press too. on nails that's your that's your spot um yeah that's it we will see you next week everyone let's say do an outro or something what do an outro emma do you have an outro i don't know (laughs) 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 wait we all do it we all do it on three ready one two two, three three